The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You're listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids, it's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. I can hardly believe that we are in the dog days of summer already and that the new school year is either here for some of you or right around the corner for all of us. I hope you've all had an amazing summer. And, you know, one of the things that is so on my heart in thinking about a new school year is how important crucial really it is that character building be a key focal point in schools and classrooms from day one and the timing of this show I am just always so overwhelmed by God's timing and things because yesterday I was really out of commission I was just totally focused on getting ready for tonight's show so I didn't have the, the TV on I wasn't watching the news and I woke up this morning to hear about what happened in Charlottesville Virginia and Whatever anyone's political beliefs, the violence and and lack of character that was going on in that situation was so wrong that my heart just, I can hardly even talk about it. I, you know, good character is not only right in itself, but I believe it so leads into that much more learning and enjoyment of learning together for everyone. And this is just a crucial issue, you know. As as busy as we all are, we've got to, whether we're a teacher, a parent, a grandparent, we have got to help our kids learn good character because when kids feel happy and safe and uplifted and empowered, when good character is what I like to say just rocking, the whole learning environment is affected in such tremendous ways, and all of our lives are as well. So I'm so glad you're here tuning in with me this evening. My guest is one of my favorite people in the world, really one of those special people who's truly an expert in the area of character building in kids. And as part of the whole essence of good character, kindness is such a huge part of it. And so tonight's On the Right Road giveaways are all going to center around sharing big kindness with you and granting you your wishes, teachers. So the Right Road team and I are going to grant so many as part of tonight's show. And all told, tonight's giveaways for teachers are going to total over $4,000 worth of amazing school supplies and resources. So yay! (laughs) To start, I've got my On the Right Road teacher listener shout-outs for this evening. And each teacher I give a shout-out to and who responds 
is going to receive their school supply wish. This was a fun bonus for all of you wonderful teachers signed up as Right Road Teacher Friends on our website who responded to my email last weekend. And you guys, if you haven't already signed up, you can do so, like I said, on our website at rightroadkids.org. It only takes a minute, and of course it's free to sign up, and it's a simple, special way that you can connect with us on a regular basis and receive our Right Road emails with just tons of extra opportunities for you as a Right Road teacher friend. Opportunities like this. So (laughs) what I did was I picked a bunch from the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of of, of you who sent your wishes. So... If you hear your name right now or at any point throughout the show, because I'm going to spread out the shout-outs, okay? So just if you hear your name in a shout-out, just send me a quick private message on our Right Road Kids Facebook page to let me know you heard it. To be fair to all of the Right Road Teacher friends listening, I thought that this would be the fairest way to do it, to have you actually respond that you heard it, okay, to receive your wish. And we'll get the shout-out gifts as a helpful reference often the mail to the recipients at their schools the last week in August. Because school is back for some of you and not others yet, we're going to hold off an extra week with all of our gift mailing for this show to make sure that all the gifts from the show get into your hands at your school if you're a recipient. We're no longer in the summertime home gift delivery mode, okay? So these are just some of the amazing Right Road teacher friends tuning in this evening and their wishes. Remember, I'll give shout-outs throughout the show tonight, and I've also got lots of giveaways coming up throughout the program, too, including our huge On the Right Road wish-granting giveaway, which is completely separate and on top of these wish-granting shout-outs that I'm going to do, okay? (laughs) It's such an exciting program tonight. So to start tonight's wish-granting, Doris Kramer from Little River Elementary in Woodstock, Georgia, wished for post-it notes, thin line markers, and glue sticks, wish-granted. Becky Jewell from Parkview Middle School in Echony, Iowa, wished for large scissors, rulers, and handheld pencil sharpeners, wish granted. Uh, Kelly Gentry from Owasso Prep Academy in Owasso, Oklahoma, wished for stickers, expo markers, and Mr. Sketch scented markers, wish granted. Oh my gosh, I could do this all day long. This is awesome. Molly Shanahan from St. Raymond Catholic School in Joliet, Illinois, wished for mechanical pencils, markers, and dry erase markers, wish granted. And Mr. Kim Pond from Durant High School in Plant City, Florida, wished for pencils, highlighters, and colored pencils. Wish granted. Yay. And again, those are just the first of the shout outs for this evening. As always, thank you all so much for tuning into On the Right Road. Welcome, welcome to each and every one of you. And to all of the kids listening and to all of the families listening and to all of the teacher groups listening. So many of you shared with me in your emails and comments and stuff that you're having your kids and your families listen with you. You're starting to get teacher groups together and listen as a group. I'm just overwhelmed with how cool this is, this whole Right Road family. So whether you're sitting there alone listening or listening as a group or a family, welcome. I love you all. Um, I've got my first on the Right Road Teacher giveaway for this evening. And we'll start. Here's the thing. This is a little different than usual. We're going to start to announce all the recipients from all of tonight's giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. And I said start because a lot of the recipients will be announced tomorrow, but 
The recipients from tonight's big wish-granting giveaway will be announced starting tomorrow and then continue over the next couple of weeks on our Right Road Kids Facebook page as well because there will be so many. So (laughs) you can start watching for your name on tomorrow's recipients' announcement posts for all these awesome giveaways we've got going tonight, okay? So here's the first giveaway. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. First, I want to make sure to mention tonight's code word, and that is obviously, I think, the code word character. So what you're going to do, especially if you're new to On the Right Road and you're not sure what to do, what you want to do is call up our Right Road Kids Facebook page, okay? Have that ready to go. As each giveaway comes up, Marcy's going to pop it up on our Facebook page, okay? Simple entry guidelines are going to be right there, but you also need to include that code word character tonight. So type that in as part of your entry comment. That lets us know that you're listening tonight and that gives you your official entry, okay? So for this first giveaway tonight, I've got five $20 Scholastic book card, uh, gift cards. 20, five $20 Scholastic book card, book gift cards. <laughs> so many of you have been wishing for books on your for your students, so I thought this would be a terrific giveaway to start tonight. And you guys, I want to give a huge thank you to all of you who helped with the book outreach for Murphy Elementary in Illinois because their library and teacher's classroom books were destroyed in a recent flood. And from what I've heard, they receive mountains of donations from Right Road friends around the country. You guys are all so amazing. <laughs> so thank you again. I wanted to mention that so in entering this giveaway, you know that Murphy School was taken care of so you can feel free to totally enter this giveaway knowing you're not taking anything away from that school in need, okay? So there will be five teacher recipients as part of this giveaway and each one will receive a $20 Scholastic gift card so you can purchase books for your students in classroom. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to include tonight's code word character. Type that in as part of your entry comment. So Marcy, you can pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the five recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Special thanks Thanks to Lori Stinas and our Keller Williams real estate team, Health Coaching with Claudine, and the Southern California DCH Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota auto dealerships for helping to make this giveaway possible. You know it's just the first one I've got tonight, so keep that Right Road Kids Facebook page ready. <laughs> just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, Sunday, August 13th, tonight's giveaways will, of course, be closed after that, okay? So now, here's the thing, you guys. Tonight is just so special to my heart. My guest, like I said earlier, is one of my favorite people in the world. Jimmy Nelson is my son's baseball coach. He was his coach way back when Micah was seven. And ever since, through all the years and teams and coaches, Micah has always wanted Jimmy to be his coach again. And he got his wish this past year. It's kind of a special story. But in addition to his coaching, Jimmy is also a former youth pastor and now project manager in the secular realm of the job market. He has four terrific sons and an amazing wife. Hey, Debbie. (laughs) And he's just simply one of the most upstanding guys around and really an expert on nurturing character in kids. I just can't wait for you all to meet him. I'm so thankful and honored to be able to introduce you all and welcome Jimmy Nelson to On the Right Road. Welcome, Jimmy. Thank you very much, Paula. I appreciate it. 
Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. And and I just, I want to dive right in if it's okay. Just in terms of this whole word character, how would you define in your, your words, what is character to you? Um, I would say that character, I, I, I think instead of defining it, I think I'm going to compare it to something. I would okay. say that um, character is something that you're not necessarily born with but it's something that you acquire and it's something that you constantly have to, to work on. So I would compare that, say, to ability. So I'm going to – obviously, I'm a baseball coach, so a lot of my analogies are going to be sports-related. But um, I would say when it comes to ability, you can be really, really good at something, and you, and you can have one guy that's really good and one guy that's not as good, and the one guy that's not as good – he can work really, really hard, but he just might never match the same ability as, as the guy on the right. Whereas character, I believe, is something that you can always work on and you can always get better at, and you're never totally done learning. You're never totally done learning or, or, or nurturing the character in someone. So I, I would define character as um, the way you present yourself, the, the things about you that people notice how you handle certain situations, both good and bad. Uh, those are the things that I would define as character. I love that. And, you know, when you, you know, so often in schools they talk about the, what is that, the character counts, you know, all the pillars of character like trustworthiness, respect, responsibility, fairness, caring and kindness, citizenship. You also, Jimmy, talk a lot about integrity. It's kind of all these things wrapped up into a ball that are, are, are essential qualities, really, that, like and like you said, we can grow in them throughout our entire lives, and that's something that I think is so important for us as parents and teachers to really realize. Even if we have kids who are really struggling with things right now, there's always hope, and there's always ways that they can learn the goodness. Right. Good and I'd like to add right? what you said that there are always kids struggling. I think uh, for teachers, for coaches, for parents. I think too often we see kids who are struggling or we see kids who are, you know, troublemakers or whatever, and right. we think to ourselves, oh, they're young, they'll grow out of it, or oh, they're young, they're not worth my time yet, or they're, they're young, somebody else will fix it later on. And in my uh, experience as a youth pastor, having worked with teenagers for so long, it is my very strong opinion that if 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 a child hasn't materialized to whatever it is we define as, as good, by the time they graduate high school, by the time they go off to college, if they haven't learned integrity, if they haven't learned trustworthiness, all the things that you talked about, right. the chances of it happening after they leave for college drop dramatically. So I think my argument here is that it's so important that we drill these kind of things into kids' heads when they're young and not think later on it'll get fixed because, you know, I'm, one of my kids is 19 and he's out of the house and he's in the Marines. I, I have very little quote-unquote influence on him anymore. He, he's a young man, but I tell you, it went by in the blink of an eye and anybody that has kids knows how fast it goes. And if we, if we buy into that maybe later philosophy, it's going to be too late. And like I said, if they haven't developed the character we're hoping they develop by that time, the chance of it happening becomes much lower. Well, and and a good thing about that, in thinking about that as parents and teachers, is that I believe that every interaction that we have with a child is an opportunity to be life-changing for them. Even if it doesn't show up right that second, I feel like anything good that we put into kids from our hearts 
has a way of that seed is planted and it can grow in remarkable ways. So teachers, even if your parents, even if you're struggling with certain kids, know that your presence in their life, sharing that goodness with them, I believe what this with all of my heart is going to be life changing. I just got goosebumps. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So Jimmy, I, I really want everybody across the country and around the globe that's listening to really understand your heart. So you're the coach of my son's baseball team and you've shared with us as a team family that while your career path at the moment has led you into more of the secular world and as I understand primarily because of finances to support your family, but you felt so led still to find a way to continue uplifting kids on the right road. Jimmy, why is this so important on you know to your heart? Where did this calling come from in your life? Um, I think possibly partially from my, my years of experience as a youth pastor. I mean, a lot of my, my drive in those years really was to help kids grow to become good people. And, you know, I, ha- I always had that graduation year as a, as a goal in my mind because, like I said, when they get to that point, there's a fork in the road, and we hope we've de- given them everything they need to go down the right direction. Yes. But, you know, not not being in that um, ministry role anymore, uh, you know, there were a few years I would coach here and there, but but I really did start feeling a burn deep down inside that I, I really did want to kind of pour myself into another group of people or something. I wanted to, you know, be there for someone. And I, and I knew, and I, I heard a long time ago that um, if you're a coach of a, of a youth sports team, you are arguably in the top three as far as uh, influ- influential people in that kid's life, be it positive yes. or negative. Uh, Absolutely. If you're a coach or if you're a teacher, you're definitely in the top five main influencers of a kid's life. And sometimes that's even above the parents. And I know parents may not like to hear that, but I, I can tell you right now that the older your kids get, and parents are, will already know this, the older your kids get, the less they act like they care what you think. But uh, for teachers and coaches and counselors and all those kinds of people out there, even if you think that those young people don't care what you think, they really do. They just have yes. a hard time letting us know that. And uh, anything that we do or say, positive or negative, really does weigh in on them. They're not good at letting us know how it, how it affects them, but we do have to realize the power that we have as, uh, as role models and as you know, directors of, of good character. And so I just kind of, you know, I wanted a group of people that, that you know, had, had, a, had a want or had a desire for that kind of thing. And, and this, this team that, that I currently coach that Mike is on uh, happened to be that thing. And so it's been a, it's been a real satisfying thing for me to be able to pour myself into the lives of these boys and, and their families, uh, not just from a baseball standpoint, but like you said, I try to incorporate a whole lot of life things into practices and homework and stuff like that. Yeah, well, and what I love is that you listen to your calling. And I think, you know, I hear from so many teachers that this this show and everything Right Road is such a blessing for you because you just feel so encouraged in what you're doing. And this is just another confirmation of that 
of what you're doing, teachers, as, as hard as certain days are, you know, you, what you're doing, what you're pouring, like what Jimmy said, what you're pouring in them is just life changing every single minute of every single day. So I just, I, I, I'm getting choked up again. I hope you all really know that. So Jimmy, you incorporate character building and character development in everything you do and everything you teach kids. And, you know, some of the things that just so you guys all know, some of the things that he does is he'll just hit one of his lessons that he'll tell his baseball team is, you know, I want you to go home and do a chore. Don't tell your parents you're doing it. After you're done, come and say, hey, email me and let me know you did it. And, the, and, and when Micah did it, I'm like, what? I'm supposed to email? Thank you for doing the laundry, Micah. Oh, my gosh. And I'm supposed to email Jimmy? What? Well, it turns out that was the homework. And another one was he just said, make sure that you tell your parents that they love you every day. Um, and Micah comes up every single day. And he always did this before. But I'm telling you, he does it with even more fervor now. He actually... He'll come up and he'll give me a huge hug and mom, I love you so much. And I know part of that was Jimmy's influence. And it's just, so you incorporate all of this into what you do, Jimmy. So what are some tips that you would have, Jimmy, for parents and teachers in incorporating character building into their everyday life with all the pressure and all the stress and all the busyness of of our lives? Um, I would say, um, I'll give an example, and I'll kind of elaborate on it. Um, I would say you started off the show by talking about uh, what happened in was it Virginia, uh, yeah, the, the yes. bad things that, that had happened over there. And I think that the wrong way to deal to, I think the wrong way that most people handle situations like that and, and how kids see it is they'll hear their parents or their teachers talking about that kind of a thing and, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this happened, and I can't believe this group did this, and I can't believe that group did that, when really what I think the kids need is for us to sit down with them and say, hey, you know, if this happened, what do you think about it? And you know what? If you were in this position, how would you handle it? What would you do differently? Uh, a good example of this, uh, with, and I'll go back to my baseball team, uh, the, the fields that, that a lot of my boys played on, they, they, uh, during the spring season, they have video feeds on every single field. And there was a, a playoff game, and I'm not going to get into the detail, but the, right, there right. was a little bit of cheating going on. There was a, there was a runner that deliberately cut um, inside the baseline and didn't touch a base and was able to beat a throw home. And it was just so brightly clear on that video. And I know some of my kids and some of my parents were talking about it. So I got that, that video on my phone, and at the next practice, I sat everybody down, including parents, and I played that video. I said, I don't want anybody to talk about who this was or what game it was or don't bring up any names or anything like that. And I, start, I started off by using the, the word integrity. And the week or two before, the homework that I had given the team was, go home and I want you to take a piece of paper out and I want you to write down the word integrity and without asking your parents, without looking it up online, without getting a dictionary, I want you to write what you think integrity means and then bring it back to me at the next practice and so they all did and to be completely honest with you some of the definitions were way off which is why (laughs) i had them do it because i wanted to know i wanted to know where they really were with it because it's not it's not going to work if i assume they all know what it means because because i saw that some of the answers were so far off i was able to kind of redirect them back to what i think it was And, and as a team we got together and i read each one of their answers without 
without using names of who said what. And we as a team came up with a definition of integrity to be doing the right thing even when you think nobody's watching. That that was the definition we came up with as a team. So when I showed that video, I said, okay, so the runner that deliberately did this, do you think he did it on his own? Do you think his coach told him to do it? And some of them said, I think he did it on his own. I think his coach told him to do it. I said, did he get away with it? Yeah, he got away with it. Now let's talk about integrity. What is our definition of integrity? And by this point, they all had the definition and drilled into their head, doing the right thing even when you think nobody's watching. Right. And uh, so I think... uh, that's what I'm talking about. When you have a situation that is presented to us, either in the social media or it happens in front of you or um, in the news, I think it's so important for us to take the kids and really kind of not just talk about it in front of them, but talk to them about it and try to make it try to make it something that they're going to think about the next time they're confronted with a similar situation. Um, as, you know, so, for example, the, the example I just gave her the baseball thing, if I just sat around and said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe the coach has taught him to do that. I can't believe that kid did that. It was just so bad. And the kid, that's all the kids heard me talk about. And the parents, what are they going to learn from that? They aren't going right. to learn anything. If anything, they're going to learn about how to gossip and how to talk bad about the people that, people that do wrong things. I wanted them to think, okay, if I'm ever presented with a situation where I could maybe get away with something, is that integrity or is that not integrity? And so that's, I think that's what, to answer your question, a good way to build character is when you're presented with these things, um, have a conversation with them about it. And, and the character side of it, not the facts, not the, oh, my gosh, this, this happened area, but try right. to present it in such a way that they're forced to think the next time they're in a similar situation like that, what, character, what characteristics do they want to display? And uh, in my in my team's case, I wanted them to think the next time they were in a position where they could maybe get away with something and somebody might not know about it, that they would stop and think back to that conversation we had at that moment. I, and I that, hopefully, over time, that kind of just becomes part of their characteristic. That you just hit the nail on the head. And, you know, it's interesting because as you're talking, I'm like, that's how we've always talked to Micah about things. We sit down and we have a conversation about it with him. Because, first of all, you don't want him to just see it on the news and be scared about it. But if you're talking about it, it just – I couldn't have described it better. I mean, it's so – Perfect. My my heart's just beating so fast here because I'm so excited. This applies to everything, teachers, that you do in school. You can build in. I know you're so packed with, you know, time being so restricted and you got to do all these things. But as you're talking, Jimmy, I'm thinking about the writing assignments you could do with this, the speaking assignments that you, you know, speaking, public speaking, all these different things that you can incorporate using aspects, the news, you know, daily news that's going on in the world. All these things you can incorporate into learning as well both as parents and teachers. So, oh my gosh, so exciting. So spot on. Another thing, Jimmy, I really want to touch upon because bullying is such a huge issue regarding character development in our world and in our schools right now. And and in about two minutes, because I've got so many other questions for you too, Jimmy. What is your advice for teachers for addressing bullying in schools? Because I know that's such a huge topic in so many schools right now. Um, uh, I, I, again, I'll, I'll try to take this into a, uh, a baseball team kind of context, and, and you can kind of translate it over to the teaching world. If, if I were to see a bullying situation taking place on my team, I would not 
point out that the, the bully and try to make myself look bigger than him to protect whoever he's bullying, I would much more likely say, hey, I'm going to play catch with you to warm up today, and we're going to be kind of farther away from everybody else. And as we're walking out there, and before we start playing catch, I'm just going to talk to him about what I'm noticing and what I'm feeling. And to be honest with you, most of the time, people that are in that position who are wanting to, who are not wanting to, but who are prone to be the bully, there's a reason for it. And nobody's listening to it. Nobody's listening to them. And they get so frustrated that the only thing they feel like they can do to get a reaction out of anybody is to bring attention to themselves and to make themselves feel bigger than somebody else. And so for me, it's trying to figure out a way to just have a normal conversation, and it doesn't even have to be about the bullying. It's just just about life. Like right. you know, I, uh, I I try very hard to try to find a common ground with everybody I'm trying to to mentor. And by common ground, I mean like uh, you like the Dodgers, I like the Dodgers. So every time I see you, we're going to start with something about the Dodgers, and somehow I'm going to weave that into something else, and uh, you know, eventually into the character building and and things that I'm trying to to work with you on. But I think with almost every kid, we can identify with something. Uh, yes. We're both an only child. We're both from New York, or, you know, whatever it is. But I think too many times we, with the bullying, we try to attack the bully so fast, and all that does is help him to build up more walls as opposed to trying to kind of not, not be his friend, but trying to see if we can get to where this is coming from and really, he probably just wants somebody to listen to what's going on with him. And it may be severe, it may not be severe, but I think that's the way that I would I would advocate for dealing with bullies. Well, it's so interesting because one of the notes that I jotted here right before the show about um, how Mike and I, you know, work with Micah is that my our whole philosophy is I like to remember when I was a kid or a teen, you know, and all these hormones are going on, all these emotions are happening. And so I always step back and I think, okay, you know, yeah, as a parent and somebody who works with kids, I have a lot of experience. I know a lot of stuff, kids, you know, but we got to listen to where they're at and remember what it was like to be at that age. And like you said, that just, it changes everything because they feel loved and cared for and mentored instead of exactly like you said, when you try to make somebody feel bad, it's only going to come out more. So I think that I I would like to add to what you just said. Um, We remember what it was like to be a teenager, whatever age back then. and, And let's be completely honest. Being a teenager or whatever age now is different than it was when we were. I mean, yes. we, we don't truly understand what it's like to be a teenager today. It's a totally different day and age. So that's something else we have to kind of figure out by trying to integrate our, our way into what they're thinking. Exactly. And just and to have that compassion for them. So, oh, right. this is so wonderful, Jimmy. So stay with me, okay? I've got a okay. ton more questions. I want to grant a few more teacher wishes here. Remember, teachers, that if you hear your shout out with your wish right now, make sure to private message me on our Right Road Kids Facebook page to let me know you heard okay. it. Again, to be fair to all listening, you just have to respond to receive your wish. So here's a few more. We've got Peg Ray from Presentation BVM School and Chet Chelsea. Pennsylvania. She wished for dry erase markers and small dry erase boards. Wish granted. Andy Beck from Blaney Elementary in Elgin, South Carolina wished for pencils and crayons. Wish granted. Tamala Atkins from West Point Learning Center in West Point, Mississippi wished for markers, pencils, and erasers. Wish granted. Katoya Bush from 
from Adam Elementary in Houston, Texas, wished for markers, wish granted. And Kristen Walker from Wilt Elementary in Louisville, Kentucky, wished for lots of lead for her mechanical pencils, wish granted. <laughs> and I've got my next On the Right Road giveaway for teachers this evening. And I just, I want to share so much kindness with you all this evening. This is another thing so many of you have been asking about and wishing for. Again, this giveaway is open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have a dozen of those cool Right Road kindness boxes that we put together jam-packed with school supplies. So there will be 12 teacher recipients, and each one will receive one of our super special Right Road kindness boxes, each filled with about $35 of new school supplies. So to enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember, even if you typed in the code word in the first giveaway, make sure you also type it here, the word Character, that's tonight's code word. Include that as part of your entry comment. And so, Marcy, you can pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now. It'll be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 12 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow. Huge, huge thanks to Nair for helping to make this wonderful giveaway possible. And now, Jimmy, I, you know, this is kind of cool. Because when I was talking to my husband, Mike, about tonight's show and the fact that you were going to be my guest... The first thing he thought of, which I is just so cool, was John Wooden. And I feel, Jimmy, in many respects that you are the John Wooden of today. And for those of you who may not be familiar, John Wooden was the UCLA basketball coach that led his team to an historic number of victories with using his pyramid of success. So what I'm wondering, Jimmy, and I think this applies to parents and teachers and everything that we do to uplift our kids on the right road. Do you apply something like that, like a Jimmy Nelson's pyramid of success in working with and coaching kids? Um, you know, in ministry, I did. I, I definitely had a, a, I called it a pyramid, um, a pyramid of, of ministry. And each, each level of the pyramid was an aspect of the ministry I wanted the kids to engage in or become involved in. And the idea was you climb up each one, and then you, and then you're up at the top, and then you graduate from high school. Um, as far as coaching, I, I I wouldn't say that I've had that kind of a thing, but I would say that I had I had a model for how how to deal with each type of uh, kid that that I that I come into contact with, and I call that the freedom model. And oh, I like as that. a visual illustration, I would say if you had a, a piece of paper and you do a, a vertical line on the left side. And then above that, you would write um, um, immature. And then on the right side of the page, you do another vertical line. Above that line, you would write mature. And then in between that, all over the place, you have a bunch of little X's. All, you know, in, some are closer to immature, some are closer to mature, up and down, all over the place. And each one of those X's represents uh, one of the kids that you are mentoring or that you are coaching or that you are teaching or oh, as a parent that you are raising. And I think everybody's goal, and it could doesn't have to be immaturity and maturity. It could be it could be a lot of things. But your your goal right, right. on both ends of the spectrum, and the freedom model means you have to allow each one of those exes, each one of those kids, the freedom to be who they are and where they are, as opposed to where you expect them to be. We uh-huh. all want them to be part of the right on on the maturity side. But if we expect them to be there and we treat them as if they should already be there, we're not going to get them there. 
The freedom oh. model allows them the freedom to be who they are and where they are, and it's our job to get a hold of them and figure out how do we move them more to the right and more to the right and more to the right. And they may never, ever totally get there, but we're not even going to be able to move them if we don't allow them the freedom to be where they are. We have to understand that we have to start with where they are. We cannot start with our expectation of where they should be right now. We have to start with, with the reality of where they are, and then it's our job to figure out how do we move them in the direction we want them to go. Well, and I love that because it also allows it, teachers, if you do this, and parents too, it allows you to see the small successes and feel those successes. You know, again, instead of at the end of a day going, oh, you know, just looking, reevaluate your chart and realize, wait a minute, this child moved over. This child, wait a minute, this was a, success, a successful day. And another thing that came to mind as, as you were talking, Jimmy, is this whole idea of having a model or having a pyramid. I think teachers and parents, too, you can create this for your classroom. You can create this for your home. And Google John Wooden's Pyramid of Success, and it'll give you an idea of what we're talking about here. But if you have that vision of what you want the character to look like in your home or in your classroom, I think it, when you can see something, it helps you get there. I, I have lived that. I've experienced it. I believe it with all of my heart. So I think that's a wonderful takeaway from tonight, too. Uh, and I just want to share a couple of quotes here that John Wooden, has, since we're on this topic, I, I jotted these down, and they're so powerful. He said, no written word, no spoken plea can teach our youth what they should be, nor all the books on all the shelves. It's what teachers are themselves. So we're modeling that character. And another thing that he said that I love is create a good person and hopefully you'll create a winning team. And I love that with the thought of create a good person and you'll create a winning family. Create a good person and you'll create a winning classroom. So again, it's so important, I think, that with all our busyness, that if we're losing the focus on character, we're missing the boat in so many ways for our kids. And Jimmy, I've got my question list here is so long. I also want to add, this is really a question from my heart, because I know you're a youth pastor, and, and I know faith is a huge part of your life. But working in youth baseball, I think much like working in public schools, for so many of our our teachers that are listening, you know, it's a secular environment. So do you ever feel a conflict in terms of sharing your faith and drawing a line in doing so? Um, and I just think this, what, what you might have to share here could have a tremendous impact on a lot of teachers because I think there, there are a lot of teachers that have a really strong faith and aren't allowed to share it in a public school. So how do you kind of manage that, Jimmy? Well, uh, you're right. I mean, there's a definitely a line there that, that public teachers don't want to cross, and, and it's not easy to figure out how do you, how do you communicate your, um, quote-unquote, religious beliefs in a secular world where you're really not supposed to be talking about religion. Um, right. And that's where I think character kind of bails us out, because a lot of what we want them to learn as far as religion is based on the characteristics we want them to have and to display. Um, when we were talking about the, uh, with my baseball team, and I was talking about that integrity thing, you know, the, the deepest I got with it was when we're talking about doing the right thing, even if nobody's watching, I said, you know, I, some of you might believe in God, some of you might not believe in God, but those of you that do believe in God know 
that even if nobody else is watching, he is. But then I followed that up with, and even if we don't believe in God, there's always one person that's going to know, and that's yourself. And so, you know, it... I, I realize that it's very difficult, but, but you know what? We can, and I hate to use this term, but we can disguise our religious beliefs under the characteristic building we're trying to get out of them. Because the reality is, it's almost the same thing. Well, and I, I don't ever remember your uh, loudly blasting your faith out there. It's more of that quiet, live-by-example way that you share, and... It's tremendously effective, and I, I think just sharing that is very encouraging for all of our public school teacher listeners who have that strong faith. It, it, it all just, it works hand in hand, and people ask me that a lot, too. You know, when you work in public schools, because my faith is a huge part of my life, do you ever feel that conflict? And never once in my 25 years of doing this have I ever felt a conflict. I just go in there and love kids. Of course, there are certain faith guidelines that you just don't cross because it's not right to do that in public, the public school setting. But you just go there in love, and you teach character, and it all comes shining out. It's Again, it's just it's the goodness and the positivity that comes out in such incredible ways. So, you know, here's another kind of personal question. I hope it's okay if I ask this, Jimmy. At the end of the day, you know, what do you feel is your greatest accomplishment as a parent and as a pastor and as a coach? Um, I think my greatest accomplishment at the end of the day, I would probably say, um, are the people that I care about the most or the people that I am uh, responsible for or the people that I'm in charge of, in whatever way I mean it, did I do something that day to help them move a step to the right? And we're talking about my freedom model. Yes. Um, Obviously, uh, you know, I want them to know, my family, for example, I want them to know every day that I love them. So I tell each one of them, every single day, at least once, I love you. And that's that's my wife, who I'm not going to say her age, down to my youngest (laughs) son, who's 12. Um, Because I just want, with my youngest, not my youngest, my, my third oldest, who's now 17, when he was younger, we had a little phrase we would say to each other, and I would say, hey, Jacob, guess what? And he would say, what? And he, I would say, guess. And he'd say, you love me. And Aww. I said, you're right. How did you know I was going to say that? And he'd say, because you tell me every day because you never want me to forget it. It was just like this repeated thing that would happen every single day. And I wanted him to grow up knowing that, you know, it almost, as he got a little older, it became old because it was so ingrained into his head. But that's what I wanted. I wanted, I wanted something to be ingrained into his head. But... As far as uh, teaching and coaching and all that kind of stuff, a, a successful day for me is, did I take one of those extras on my seat and move them just a little bit to the right? If I did just one, that's a, a successful day to me. If I did 50, if I did 100, if I did two, that's a successful day to me. Um, and, and again, it's not necessarily the immaturity on one side and the maturity on the other. It could be a whole, whatever it is you decide you're trying to get these people towards, did you help one of them get there? That, that's what I would consider successful. Well, and I'm telling you, you are the John Wooden of today. You know, every one of you listening, what he's saying is just, this is a very special guy. Uh, and I've got a quote, another quote here from John Wooden. I'm, I'm just about shaking because it's so perfect. He said, you can't live a perfect day 
without doing something for someone who will never be able to repay you. And I, what a wonderful thing to have a poster of in your classrooms, teacher. Again, that's you can't live a perfect day without doing someone for someone who will never be able to repay you. It's moving one of those X's to the right. Uh, that's what life is all about, I think. I think you have defined it so perfectly, Jimmy. I just, I, I wish we could go on for another two hours here because everything you are saying is so profound and so helpful, I think, for everybody. Uh, thank you so much. I, I can't believe our hour has gone by so quick. Thank you uh, so much for being here. I mean, it's again, yeah. it's just been so special. You're such a gift in the world and to so many kids' lives, and, and you were such a blessing tonight. Thank you so much. Can I say one thing to the teachers out there? Yes, please do. Um, I, I just want to tell all you teachers out there that, that I I did all my schoolwork and I, I did everything I needed to to become a public teacher myself because so many people said, you're so good with kids and teenagers, you need to be in the public school system. So I tried, and right, literally right when I graduated with my, my teaching credential and my master's degree is when the California education system kind of went down and they started laying teachers off and so there was no way a new guy was going to get hired on and I ultimately ended up in the secular job that I have now but I just want you all to know that uh, I know that you sometimes feel like nobody appreciates what you're doing you feel like you're just wearing yourself out and am I really making a difference and you know what from somebody who would cut off his left arm to be able to be in your position if I could it just hasn't presented itself to me don't underestimate the influence that you have on those that are under you. Even if they act like they don't care, they really do. They really do care what you do, and they really do care what you say, and they really do care what you think. And so uh, just take take the position you have and be proud of it. And, again, everything you do, try to be there for those kids and love them because, you know what, some of them don't feel loved at home. You may be the only one that expresses what they need to hear that day. Thank you, Jimmy. I just, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. I just, you are an absolute blessing, and I'm so thankful that you are here on the right road tonight. Thank you, thank you, a million times thank you. You're welcome. And thank you, you know, to all of our amazing On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, Health Coaching with Claudine, Nairs, Seatsack, and the SoCal DCH, Audi, Honda, Ford, Lexus, and Toyota car dealerships. And let's see, do I have time here? I think I do. I've got one of those cool bonus giveaways, you guys. I did this on the last show, and the response was so awesome that I just, I thought, I'm going to do it again tonight. I feel like this is another big thing that you're all wishing for. This is going to be for our $200 school supply gift boxes. I've got five more of them. So this whole giveaway is going to be worth a thousand bucks. It's going to be one of our email giveaways. Marcy doesn't have a Facebook post for it. I'm just deciding to do it here at the last minute. (laughs) So what you're going to do is email me. It's that same address. Those of you connected with me with all of our Right Road emails, it's the same address. Hey Paula, like the old song, I guess I'm dating myself, but it's Hey Paula, H-E-Y Paula at rightroadkids.org. Include gift box, in the subject line, and just like you enter all of our other giveaways, include your school, city, and state in the email so that I know that you're a teacher. Again, just email me at heypaula at rightroadkids.org. Include gift box in the subject line in your school, city, and state in the email. And, you guys, the big wish giveaway is still coming up. So hold on to your hats for that. Reminder to mark your calendars for Sunday, September 10th because... 
The first weekend in September is the holiday Labor Day weekend. So the following Sunday, September 10th, will be the next Live on the Right Road show date. And oh my gosh, you guys, my guest is going to be one of the top classroom management experts in the country. I'm so excited. It will be another wonderful show to help you and your students have an extraordinary school year. And... Remember, you guys, to keep connecting with us during the school year via our Right Road Kids Facebook page and our emails. Something that a lot of teachers have shared has been very um, helpful is to take a minute at the end of each day whenever you can to check our Facebook page and your emails. Again, the emails, you get those if you sign up as a Right Road teacher friend on our website. But that way, if you keep connecting with us, you know you won't be missing any Right Road opportunities. What happens is if you get off Facebook and, and don't do you know don't like or comment on something for a week, it stops showing up in your news feed. So make sure that you take time and then you won't miss anything. We don't want to miss we don't want you to miss anything, Right Road. We're going to keep the goodness flowing through. I can't even talk. I'm so excited. Flowing for you throughout the whole school year like we always do, you guys. And like I always like to share, I've got just a few nuggets here from my heart, things that I you can take with you into the week and into the school year. And we've talked a little bit about or a lot about this tonight, but they're just kind of thoughts that I wanted to share, closing thoughts. Number one is to model character to your kids it's the best way to teach it and when you make a mistake apologize taking responsibility when we make mistakes is just one of the best ways to teach character you know remember that if you find yourself in the state of frustration make sure to take care of your character go for a walk sit in the sun for a few minutes you can always have a choice as to how you're going to respond respond with character and again if you make a mistake apologize apologize to the kids you know this happened to me and Jimmy knows this we were at our big Cooperstown baseball tournament that the kids work from when they're like seven years old up until they're 12 Mike earned all his money to go to this and the last three months before they went he got injured he broke one finger on one hand sprained another on the other hand and he wasn't able to practice for three months imagine he's been working at this for years and years and years raised all the money and I we got to the tournament and he still played great oh my gosh I mean so proud of him but I knew that he wasn't playing up to his full like he usually does and as a parent you just want to take that that struggle away and then on top of it because he hadn't been able to practice as much he hurt his arm pitching on top of the other two injuries at Cooperstown and as a mom I'm just like losing my mind we all have moments like that you know even me (laughs) I know you guys sometimes think oh Paula she's pretty I'm not perfect Jimmy knows I had a few things to say that I shouldn't have said and the first thing I did that night was I sat down and I jotted an email to Jimmy and I apologized and we all make mistakes But when we can step up and apologize and our kids see that and how we handle our character, even through difficult times, you know, that is, it means so much more to live by example than just to live by words. I hope that makes sense. But I, that was hard for me to share tonight, but I wanted, I I wanted to, because I think it's an important example, an important message to live your character. And that's how your kids are going to just learn it themselves. And, And number two, as part of all of this model kindness to your kids, do outreach projects together, not just what you want them to do, help them listen to their hearts about what they feel led to do and listen. Don't 
don't just tell them, oh, that's too hard, or tell them what's wrong with all their ideas, and instead do your ideas instead. Find ways to incorporate what's on their heart, too. And, you know, Micah and I were driving in the car. The I, I hope it's okay that I always tell all these examples about Micah. <laughs> I, I ask him, and he says it's okay, but I don't want to overstep. But we were in the car the other day, and I, I, I just felt led to say, you know, Micah, you know I work with kids. This is my life's calling, and I just want you to know – Whatever you end up doing, if you're a professional baseball player, which I believe you can do because the sky's the limit, if that happens, whatever happens in your life, I want you to find what your calling is to make a a difference and be a light in the world. And I said, you don't have to do what I do as your mom. If it's not to help kids, that's okay. But I want to make sure that you always know to listen to God's voice in your life. And it was really cool because he looked at me and he's like, okay, mom. And, and I saw him, it was almost like a weight was lifted. He doesn't have to do right road. Maybe he will, but it was like I was giving him permission and helping him realize God's going to talk to your heart. So help your kids live in kindness. Number three, I'm going to ask you to lift up prayers. I've got a trip to Oklahoma this coming week. I'm meeting with Mo Anderson of Keller Williams. Her mantra, she was, on, she was a guest on my show a year ago this week. And she is one of the top business women in the world. And her mantra is to ask for what you need. And I am going to Oklahoma to meet with her at her home. She invited me. And I'm going to be asking big in a wonderful way for all of you. I'm telling you, all of you listening, all of the teachers around the country, I'm going to be asking you for in huge ways for all of you and your students. So keep that in your in your heart and on your in your prayers if you could. I would really really appreciate it. And you guys, speaking of what you you know, asking for what you need, it's time for our big on the right road wish granting giveaway. Remember that all the gifts from tonight's show will go out in the mail to the recipient teachers the last week in August, except. For this last giveaway, where because there are going to be so many recipients, we're going to mail them over the first few weeks in September as well. So here is our last giveaway. It's open to all teachers in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. It's teacher wish granting time. For this giveaway, the Right Road team and I are going to grant 40 teachers school supply wishes. To enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Follow those simple entry guidelines in the offer post. Make sure to also include tonight's word character. That's the code word. Even if you include it at the beginning, make sure you type it in for this giveaway. I don't want any of you to miss, oh, because you forgot that word, character. So put that as part of your entry comment. And for this giveaway, also make sure to include your school supply wish. Think things that will be easy to package and ship. Things like pencils, pens, markers, crayons, erasers, pencil top erasers, dry erase markers, mechanical pencils, etc., etc. And for this, we won't be able to grant things like classroom carpets and big laminating machines. I mean, you could certainly understand the shipping would just be too extraordinary for that. So, And note, this giveaway is going to be different than the rest of our giveaways in that usually we draw names at random from all who enter. But for this giveaway... We're going to pick recipients whose wishes we're able to grant, who have, of course, followed all those entry guidelines, including the code word character, okay? (laughs) So this giveaway is going to be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And because there's going to be so many teacher recipients, and it'll take a bit more time to coordinate all the wishes, we're going to announce them a little differently, too. We'll announce 10 as part of tonight's uh, teacher show recipient announcement post on our Right Road Kids Facebook page tomorrow, and then we'll announce 10 more each 
week after that for the next three weeks, okay? And we'll announce um, the latter by posting a picture of the wish supplies along with the recipient teacher's names. It's kind of cool. We've done this before, and it's been very special. So, Marcy, you can go ahead and pop that up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. Oh, my gosh, you guys, I feel like I'm talking a mile a minute. Thank you so much again, Jimmy Nelson, my just incredible guest this evening on The Right Road. Thank you, Marcy, for doing all the wonderful behind-the-scenes work. Thank you, Justin, for being my amazing engineer and the whole Voice America team. Thank you all, every single one of you who's listening and for being a part of The Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. In case you missed any part of tonight's show or would like to share it with family or friends, this episode will, of course, be available to listen to or download for free. And we'll post that link on our Facebook page and website within the next few days. Also, you guys... Watch for the Click and Listen giveaway on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. We're not going to do it next weekend like I usually do because I'm going to be gone meeting with Mo Anderson. We're going to do it the following weekend, the weekend of August 26th. So even if you're listening now, you can still click and listen and enter that awesome giveaway too. So remember the next live on the Right Road show will be here on Voice America Empowerment on Sunday, September 10th. In between our live on the Right Road broadcast, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and on our website at rightroadkids.org. Always, 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 you guys, remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, September 10th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Wishing all of you and your kids and students an absolutely amazing year of kindness and character. I love you all. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.